This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the president chooses a few folks to help implement his management agenda. The White House is also looking to close the wage gap between men and women. And contractors have new directions for protecting sensitive data on their networks. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Management and Budget tapped nine senior executives to lead the president's management agenda's three priority areas. The workforce area will be led by OPM, DOD, and the Labor Department. The customer experience area will be led by USDA, GSA, and VA. Meanwhile, Commerce, HHS, and DHS will oversee the business of government efforts. OMB Deputy Director for Management Jason Miller wrote in a blog post that each of the leaders are members of the President's Management Council and will use that body to establish the strategic vision and drive implementation and progress across the government. OMB announced the initial vision for the PMA in November. The more detailed PMA is expected later this year. Another new effort from the Biden administration aims to get women closer in pay parity to men. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Two initiatives seek to prohibit use of people's prior salaries when hiring them. The idea is to avoid perpetuating unequal pay. The Office of Personnel Management will propose a rule to ban use of prior pay in agency hiring. The Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council, the FAR Council, will do so for contractors. Meantime, the Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs in the Labor Department is out with a directive for contractors to do annual pay audits to make sure everyone is paid equitably. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. The Office of Management and Budget gains a permanent director. The Senate confirmed Shalanda Young to lead OMB on a permanent basis after serving as its acting director. President Joe Biden originally named Young to serve as deputy OMB director, but nominated her for the top job after his first pick, Neera Tandon, withdrew her nomination. Young is the first black woman to lead OMB. There's another new CIO in the intelligence community. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Lanaya Jones is the new chief information officer and the director of the information technology enterprise within the Directorate of Digital Innovation at the CIA. She took over for Julianne Galena, who moved to a new role in February. Galena is now the deputy director of the CIA's Directorate of Digital Innovation. Jones, who came to the CIA last month, was the deputy CIO at the National Security Agency for the past year. She also served as the deputy CIO of the intelligence community in the office of the director of national intelligence for two years. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Federal contractors have a new guide for ensuring they're protecting sensitive data on their networks. The National Institute of Standards and Technology released a new publication for assessing enhanced security requirements for controlled, unclassified information. NIST's guide can help determine whether organizations are using effective security controls. The cybersecurity measures are intended to defend against more advanced hacking attempts. The assessment guide is also crucial to the Pentagon Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program. Lawmakers look for more progress on security clearance reform. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The 2022 Intelligence Authorization Act directs agencies to publish guidelines and standards to implement Trusted Workforce 2.0. That initiative is aimed at streamlining and updating government-wide security clearance policies, but lawmakers want more information on the multi-year reform effort. 
The intelligence bill also directs an independent study of the Trusted Workforce 2.0 initiative, including an assessment of how effective the initiative will be in determining who should or should not have access to classified information. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. The Census Bureau is looking for tech experts to take on data innovation projects in government. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Bureau is accepting applications for its Emerging Technology Fellowship, which gives private sector experts an opportunity to pitch new projects for funding. Fellows will also meet with leading federal experts in data science and artificial intelligence. The Bureau is looking for fellows who can help it automatically detect changes in satellite imagery and develop the next generation of privacy-enhancing technologies. The Bureau will accept applications through March 21st. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A filthy, dilapidated U.S. Park Police facility has a member of Congress demanding an investigation. Georgia Republican Congressman Jody Heiss, ranking member of the Subcommittee on Government Operations, asks Interior Secretary Deb Holland for answers about a dispatch facility in Northeast D.C. that's full of mold and bird droppings. He also asked about a lack of staff, training, and equipment for effective police work in the D.C. region national parks. The conditions were uncovered last week by Interior Inspector General Mark Lee Greenblatt. You can hear an interview with him at Federal News Network's Federal Drive page. The Pentagon Space Development Agency is getting a head start on building a new constellation of small satellites that will eventually be able to track and target missiles from space, even hypersonic ones. What SDA calls the tracking layer had already been in the planning stages, but a $500 million infusion of funds from the omnibus spending bill President Biden signed yesterday lets the agency accelerate its plans. SDA plans to use other transaction agreements to get started on prototypes. We get more on this topic from Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Congress is giving the military $1.3 billion more than the Defense Department requested for the Space Force and its programs. Those extra funds will go specifically into developing weapons systems. About a half a billion dollars will go into missile tracking satellites being tested by the Space Development Agency. Other funds will go into an extra GPS satellite. DOD is particularly concerned about space assets as Russia's threatening Eastern Europe. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. And last week, two airmen were the first service members to fly an electric aircraft with military worthiness. The project is part of the Air Force's Agility Prime program, which aims to build a new class of air mobility systems with industry. The aircraft has a recharge time of less than an hour, but can fly at 150 knots and has a range of 250 miles. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.